Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor, and today we are going to be talking all about LinkedIn and the strategies for your success. So once a month, we're actually going to be doing some success strategies for you as you are bringing your brilliance out to the world, and this is one of those shows. We're actually going to be doing them after this month. It'll be the first Friday of every month. So if you want to get some great content and tips and suggestions on different things that you can be doing to get your voice out to the world, that's what those shows are going to be about. And today, specifically, we are talking about my very favorite social media platform, which is LinkedIn. There is so much going on with this platform right now. There are so many new things that I'm definitely not going to be able to cover them all, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a a heads up, I guess, if you will, and to know some of the functions that are out there. For some people listening, you may not even be on the platform, so let's just start there. If you're not on LinkedIn, you need to be. It is the place to be, is the business networking platform for the whole world. Um, There are currently, actually, over 650 million users. So that's pretty much where everybody is and where they're hanging out and where they're expecting to find you. So if you are looking to do anything in your career that would require connecting with other people, which, hello, that would be everyone, (laughs) um, you need to be on LinkedIn. If you're even setting up a meeting with someone, the first thing most people do when they're getting ready to meet with someone is to go check you out on LinkedIn. A lot of times um, there are uh, the pictures that you have out there, and so people are going to look for that. If they haven't met you in person, they're going to see who they're meeting. So it's kind of like your online business card, your calling card, if you will. And, yes, over 650 million people are out there ready and willing to connect. That's why they're out there. So obviously you personally can't connect with all of those people, but you should have a big and growing network of people that you know that you're you're continually connecting with. A lot of people think, oh, I don't really need to be out there at all, or I only need to be out there if I'm looking for a job, and that's simply no longer true. LinkedIn is so much more than just an online resume, and I know for many years that's really what it felt like. It was a pretty static fairly dry content, very, very buttoned up and professional. And it's really been changing and morphing and becoming something so much more. And in fact, if you're following certain people, which I am, (laughs) you're going to see that LinkedIn is really coming alive. Uh, Video has become huge on LinkedIn. It's really coming a social media platform and a way to socially connect with business people, not just to stick your resume out there and only have it there if people are specifically looking for you. So I'm going to dive into a lot of this, but I want to start at the very, very beginning, which is 
in fact, yes, you do need a LinkedIn profile, and it needs to have more than a description of the jobs that you've been in. So the first thing you want to think about is your own landing, your own profile page. And that really has become almost like a landing page for you. And there's also now LinkedIn pages for your business. And you need to have both. If you have a business, if you're a business owner, or if you're part of a company who doesn't have one, you must get a LinkedIn page. And that's actually starting to really grow and take off as well. So I'm going to get to that a little bit later today. But I want to start with the individual person and the individual profile. So what I do with Bring Your Brilliance is I help people understand who they are and how to get their voice out to the world. And if you're in business, this is the place to be. You want to have a presence in your company. If you're an employee, you want to have a presence in your industry. If you're, you're connecting with other people, let's say you're in the training industry, so you want to connect with other trainers and learning professionals. And so LinkedIn is where you want to go. There's also, of course, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and lots of other ways to connect with people. But for business purposes, LinkedIn is where you want to be. And so with your own profile, you want to have a, a nice picture. Um, if you have a professional headshot, that's great. If you don't, you can still get a pretty good picture even on a cell phone, but make sure it's looking directly at the camera. You want to have a friendly expression on your face. You want to be approachable. And you want it to be just you. So don't use, you know, like a wedding photo or or all sorts of things that I've seen people put out there. Um, be, be professional. You can be fun and professional, but you don't want to have like a crazy fishing photo or, you know, some of the things that you might see on other platforms. So you do want a nice, uh, bright light in your face so people can see your face. It's not in dark and shadows. You don't want a grainy picture. You want something very clear so people can see you and they can see who you are. So that's the first thing is to get a good picture. And again, if you don't have a professional photographer to do it, get a friend or even take a selfie if you need to. But it should be a really clear, good picture of your face. And, and you looking into the camera and looking approachable. The next thing up is, of course, your name. So you want to make sure that you have your name in some professions, and especially in academia, people like to have the, the letters after their name. And that will kind of depend on what, what industry you're in. So let that be your guide as to whether or not you include those letters. I actually had a mine after my name for quite some time because I was in uh, healthcare where a lot of people did have, like, MD or PhD or different things like that. And so I had my master's degree in my coaching certification letters after my name. But I've actually since taken them off because I do want to be more approachable now that I'm doing something a little bit differently. So if nothing else, obviously your picture and your name are number one. Uh, step number two would then be to make sure that you fill out your your job history. And again, just like with resumes, and I haven't really talked about this yet, but resumes have changed quite a bit, and that's a whole other show. But <laughs> we want to make sure that you're not just, like, copying and pasting the job description of where you've been. You want to be more personal even than you are on your resume on LinkedIn. So your resume is maybe a little more buttoned-up version of you, but in LinkedIn, it should be a much more conversational tone even in your job history. So you want to maybe tell a little bit about the organization that you are with, if, if it's not super obvious, or even if it is. Um, and then you want to talk a little bit about 
the difference you made or the impact you made or a key accomplishment or something like that rather than every duty that you had there. Because, you know, if you're an accountant, then there's certain things we're going to assume that we know accountants do. So we don't want to know everything accountants do. We want to know what you did or maybe a big project you worked on or something that tells a little bit about what has made you unique in that role. That's what employers are looking for. But anybody who wants to get to know you, that's much more interesting information than simply listing a list of job duties. And again, that's true for your resume as well. And we can have a whole other conversation about that. But it shouldn't be too different from your resume. It should be something that if you want now more and more, companies are um, even allowing you to upload your LinkedIn instead of your resume sometimes. And so it should have enough information, enough robust information that you're able to do that if and when you might be applying for a job. So we've got now the basics. We've got your picture. We've got your name. <laughs> we've got your basic resume information. And that's where a lot of people stop. And some people, in fact, I've seen actually upload, only upload a, a what's it called, an attachment of their resume in a Word document. Don't do that. <laughs> that's not actually searchable. That's not going to pre-populate those fields that people ask for when they say to use your LinkedIn's resume. So you do need to put the information directly into the experience section of your LinkedIn profile. Now that you've got those basics, however, there's so much more that you can do with your online LinkedIn profile. So one of the things you want to make sure you do next is to fill out your About section. And the nice thing about LinkedIn is that you can make, obviously, as many updates as you want. So one thing you can do and should do, if you're still playing around with it, you're not quite ready to announce to the world what you're doing, there is a setting where you can go and then turn off that send this announcement out to everyone that is connected with me. So do make sure you have that off until you are ready to announce whatever changes that you're making. And then when you feel ready and you've got it where you want to be, then you can turn that on and actually announce whether it's a new position or whatever it is that you want people to see. So you don't want to be sending out notifications. And they've actually changed that too. It doesn't go out as crazy as it used to. So I know that's something that a lot of people were a little bit scared of in making some changes on LinkedIn. So, and of course you can do all your editing offline and then when you're ready, just copy and paste it into LinkedIn. <clears throat> so that's the very, 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 very basics. And like I said, that's where a lot of people stop and don't even know that there's there's more available. But let me tell you, there's so much more that you can do. Like I said, LinkedIn is really, really coming alive. A lot of people are using their own personal page, almost like a landing page for themselves and what they do, especially if they own their own business or they're they're somebody who's becoming a thought leader and they want people to know what they're all about. That's the first place where people are going to see it. And then, like I said, if you are a business owner, you also want to do the LinkedIn pages, which is, a, again, another big topic that I will try to get to by the end of today. But if I don't get fully into LinkedIn pages, there's so much they're doing with it right now. And one of my very favorite people to follow on LinkedIn is a woman named Michaela Alexis. And she is actually an incredible pioneer on this platform. She's a young woman who is up in Canada. And about two or three years ago, I started seeing her posts. And since I'm a career coach and I do a lot of things helping people with their career, I saw her talking about her career 
and she actually did an experiment where she wanted to see if she could find a job simply by using LinkedIn as the way to do it. So she started out by saying, okay, I'm unemployed and I'm a marketer. So instead of even applying for jobs on LinkedIn, she simply posted her journey and her process. So the first thing she did was to reach out to someone she greatly admired and let them know that she was going to be doing this and ask if they had any advice. And they sent her, I believe it was four books that they recommended that she read. So she started with a post that told that story and talked about these books and gave a little bit of uh, what I learned kind of thing. And so she kind of started this formula that I'm not even sure if it was entirely deliberate at the beginning, but she's just started sharing her story and sharing her journey and sharing lessons learned. And that has become huge in a format that many, many people are using and what many companies are even finding as the best way to market again, either the individual or the entire company, is to tell the story, share the journey, be a real human being. That's a huge theme of everything that I talk about is being a human being. Uh, there's another person named Brian Kramer, B-R-Y-A-N, Kramer, and he is the uh, founder of the H2H movement. So that's the human to human. I think I talked about that last week as well. But instead of thinking about things in terms of B2B, which is business to business, or B2C, which is business to consumer. It's really about human to human, uh, H2H. And so these posts about sharing your story and, and what you're learning is you being human on LinkedIn. So I'm going to talk more about that when we come back from break. We're getting ready to to go to break, so I want to stop myself here, and we will pick that back up when we get back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
And welcome back. You are listening to myself, Carla Taylor, on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network. I am thrilled to be here. This is actually only my second show, and I can't wait to share all of the things that I have to share and all of the guests that I've got lined up for you. So join us every week at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and all those other times that would follow <laughs> to hear about how to bring your brilliance and get your voice out to the world and be inspired by these awesome and amazing people that I am going to be sharing with you. I have done so much networking in my life and I have found so many people all around me have fascinating stories and amazing gifts that they are bringing out to the world in so many different incredibly impressive ways. And I found out that Many other people weren't hearing these stories, and especially when I was doing a lot of outplacement career coaching with people who were in transition and wanting to figure out what they could do next, they didn't have a lot of ideas sometimes about what that could look like. So that's really where this all came about, was to share some of these stories and inspire people to understand there's so many opportunities and so many different ways that can look. And so I wanted to start sharing these stories so I could point people to different interviews or different strategies that they could use. So today's show, again, is a strategy for success show, which I will be doing once a month. And today's topic, we are talking about LinkedIn, what's new, and what it can do for you. So right before we went to break, I was talking about a woman named Michaela Alexis. And she's someone, I, like I said, I've been following her since the very beginning. When she first started posting, uh, that there were probably about 50 people who were contributing content on LinkedIn. And again, remember, there's 650 million people and only 50, five zero, that's it, uh, 50 people were contributing content back then. And today, that number has grown quite a bit, but it's still only about 1,000 people. So again, 1,000 out of 650 million means we're still at the very beginning. And this is the time now especially to jump in and add your voice and bring your contribution and become a creator instead of just a consumer of content on LinkedIn. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that too. But I want to go back to Michaela. So Michaela, again, she started out there and she started sharing her journey. She was doing this experiment to see if she could get a job. She was unemployed, and she was a little, even a little bit scared of what's next. And she thought, hi, there's this company here in Canada that's my dream company, but I'm going to see what I can do. So she started posting every day about her journey and the things that she was doing and what she was looking for, and effectively marketing herself as she was talking about wanting a job as a marketer. So brilliant, right? She she modeled what she could do. And within two weeks, I believe she had something like 23 job offers. Like so many companies were eager to to hire her because they saw this person who was out there taking action and doing the thing that she wanted to do in order to see if someone would hire her for it. And so she actually did land her dream job at that dream company as one of those job offers. And so then she wrote a post that said, how I landed my dream job on LinkedIn in two weeks. 
And that post went viral. And yes, if you are hearing this for the first time, I too did not know that a post on LinkedIn could go viral, but it can and it does and it is happening all the time. So a LinkedIn post went viral on LinkedIn and had millions of views and all of a sudden she started getting more and more people following her and her world went crazy. And so she kept posting her journey and posting her new office and just again sharing her story, sharing the successes that she was having in her new job and what was happening with her viral post and just being really real and really human. And again, that whole human to human thing, right, that we keep we keep referring back to. And so she also shared the ugly, like, you know, partly into her story. She's like, you know, it may sound great, but here's the outside of the building. Here's my old van that I drive. Like, my life isn't so glamorous, but I'm getting where I want to go. And so within nine months, she had garnered such a following. She had so many people that were, were going along this journey with her that they actually created a whole new division of the company and made her the president of that division nine months into her job. So again, she wrote a post saying how I went from pettiless to president in nine months. And guess what? Of course, that one went viral too. And so now she's getting um, much bigger uh, visibility. She's getting a lot more people joining into the story. It's, it was really exciting and awesome to watch. And so then she decided, okay, I've got this goal to go and be a TED speaker. So she went and interviewed or auditioned for a TEDx talk. And she failed miserably, like left there and cried. It was horrible. It was We were all really sad for her. And so rather than just quitting, like a lot of people might, just say, okay, maybe that's not the path for me. Um, she also had agoraphobia, so she had a hard time even being around people and in front of people and certainly being up on stage and terrible, terrible fears, even more than most people. And she shared all of that as part of her journey. She'd share pictures of the hives that she would get on her neck before she would go out to, to do anything in public. And so it, she was real. She was a real human being showing the good and the bad together. And doing it in a very empowering way, that, like showing how she was working hard to overcome those things and some of the things that she was learning as she went through this journey. And so because she was already doing this, she was actually brave enough to go back to TEDx and say, can I get a copy of of the tape of my, or the, the recording, you can tell I'm old because I say tape, <laughs> of my my audition and how bad it went so I can share it with the world like who would do that right? that's so brave and so she did she got them to give it to her which was amazing in and of itself and she shared it and you could see her nerves and you could see how how awful she probably felt because she was so nervous and and it was obvious and yet all of us are cheering her on right we, we want her to succeed now we're invested in her story because she's been sharing herself and her human story with the world. And of course, other people were seeing this too. And so other people started inviting her to speak and come to different places. And and one of the first big things she did was to go out to Dubai and speak there. And so anyway, there's a whole rest of the story. She's had massive success since then. She's got over 100, I think 150,000 followers on LinkedIn. She's at the forefront of it. She's actually working directly with LinkedIn to help 
improve the platform. And her current project that she's working on right now is LinkedIn pages. So how do we make these pages better for companies? What can be done with them? How do we improve it? She's giving direct feedback to the people who work at LinkedIn. She's doing research right now on some different companies. And she's got some amazing content that she's producing. So if you follow no one else on LinkedIn, follow Michaela. She's amazing. Um, but not to leave out some other people that I love, I will give a shout out to uh, Judy Fox, who does LinkedIn like a fox. And she's got some really, really wonderful, amazing tips and ways that you can use LinkedIn. She's got some great training. Um, I got the, the the blessing of meeting her a few weeks ago at this awesome social media conference that I went to. And yes, that is Judy with an I, Judy Fox. Um, and she has a hashtag Fox Rocks that you can follow where you can not only see what she's posting, but also where she's commenting on other people's posts. Um, so she's great. She's just as friendly and awesome in person as she is online. And that's really the other thing is don't try to be someone you're not. If you go out into the world and you're a friendly, enthusiastic person, then be that friendly, enthusiastic person online. And if you're a little bit more formal and you say certain things a certain way wherever you are, just be yourself. Like, don't think you have to be something different. And I can't tell you how amazingly freeing that is to realize that I kept thinking for me to add my voice, to for me to go out on LinkedIn and, and not just put my, my resume online, but to actually start contributing to the conversation and have something to say and have posts that I could talk about or even my own videos, which, wow, is that scary if you're not used to being on video. Um, and I wasn't comfortable at all, and I did it anyway. And you'll find that's a theme with me as well, is I tend to um, go for it, kind of like this radio show, and I may not know everything, and I may not be anywhere close to perfect, and I may not even know everything I need to know, but I'm going to jump in to it and then jump out of that plane and build my parachute on the way down. <laughs> so that sometimes is the only way it's going to happen because so many people get stuck in, in analysis paralysis and then they never get started, or even just that fear of, of putting yourself out there. So know that the world actually embraces your authenticity and they embrace you being you, even if it's not perfect. They actually prefer that. And especially today where especially the younger generations have grown up with reality TV and those of us who remember back when it started and it never went away. It's kind of the thing that people don't want to only see this really, really highly produced version. And there's a room and place for those things as well. But if people want to follow you or know you or hear your voice or understand what you have to say, they want to know you. And in fact, that's why I even call myself a, a professional brand or a personal brand evangelist is because we all have a personal brand. We all have something people think about us and say about us when we leave the room. And most people aren't deliberate about it. But if you are deliberate about it and you think about the contributions you want to make and what you want to be known for, then it's really important to be yourself as that, that brand. And so that way, if people get to know you and like you, like I've gotten to know Michaela and I've gotten to know Judy and I really like them. So I don't actually care so much about what they're doing because I know what they're going to bring to it. I know that they're going to bring their personality and their work ethic and their, their ideas and their vision. And so if I want to be a part of their world and a part of what they're working on, I don't care if they're working on a LinkedIn course or a training or a speaking gig or whatever it is, 
their personal brand transcends all of the things they're doing. And that's why personal brands are so important. It really is your, your pension plan. Even if you're not trying to be a big person out in the world or an influencer or a thought leader, but you're just trying to be known in your company or even on your team for what you contribute, having a strong personal brand that people know what they can count on you for and what they can you can bring to every conversation or everything that they do. And, and people see this in those worlds as well, that people are going to start coming to you over and over again for that. So if you're brilliant at spreadsheets and people need help with spreadsheets, they, they call you for it, you're going to be excited because you got to help with something you love to do. And they're going to be excited because you're doing something that they don't want to do. So being known, even in, in a smaller circle, for what you do is what personal branding is all about. So... I'm going to take this moment, I think, uh, to go ahead and, and shift to our next break. And when we come back, I'm going to dig back into LinkedIn and some of the things that uh, you need to know beyond the first few points that I made about what to do on your personal page. So again, this is Carla Taylor with the Bring Your Brilliant radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back again. This is Carla Taylor. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on the Inspired Choices Network. And we are talking about LinkedIn today. So I want to dive back into LinkedIn itself and some of the other functions and things that you need to know. So I talked earlier about the thinking of your profile page as a landing page and the same thing for your company page. So we talked about the experience section. We talked about your name. We talked about um, – we started to talk about the about section. So that's the next thing you want to look at is the about section, which should be your opening statement about who you are and what you do. And again, if, you're, if you've got a resume where you have a really strong opening statement, which not everybody even has that. Uh, some people have the objective or don't have anything at all. And again, if you are doing an updated resume, you really want to have a strong opening statement about who you are. And that's something I've worked with my career coaching clients for years of figuring out what is their, their UBP, their unique brilliance proposition, and how do we present that in a really powerful way so that opening paragraph on your resume jumps off the page, people see what you are, who you are, what you can bring to their company with such confidence and clarity that a lot of times I've had clients who 
the employer doesn't even care what the rest of the resume says because they love that opening statement so much. So you want to have something pretty powerful to, to lead with, to say about yourself. And that's exactly what you also want to have in your about section. It's going to be a lot more personal, though, than what's on the resume. So when I'm working with my resume clients, I tell them, okay, let's take what's there, and now let's put it into a conversational tone. So think about your about section on LinkedIn as a conversation presenting what you do best. Uh, so you want to have a good opening line that intrigues them to learn more because really you've only got about one or two sentences that they're going to see, and then they're going to have to click click see more to see more. So you want those first couple sentences to be compelling enough that they want to keep reading. But then you've got several paragraphs of room that once they click see more, they're going to see about you and your summary. So think about this as if you are, let's say you're, you're, you're meeting someone for coffee and you're just getting to know someone and you're just having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody telling them what you're all about. That's what you want to sound like in your about section. Not so buttoned up, not so formal. Again, a strong opening sentence or two, but then have that a little bit more uh, personable conversational tone of what you put in your about section. So again, this is just a really powerful synopsis of who you are and this, this amazing stuff that you do. And everybody does, everybody has a unique blend of gifts and talents that they're bringing to their their role. Again, you could be a huge big person out in the world, but you can also be an employee who simply wants your your people around you and your team to know who you are and what you can do. So that's what you want to put in that about section. And another thing I want to touch upon and make sure I highlight here is that you want to be connecting and growing your network all the time, not just when you're looking for a job. So many people don't do anything and then their job changes, whether it's their choice or not, but there's so much going on in the world of change that reorganizations happen and, and people get laid off or have to change roles even within their company. And so don't wait until you're in desperate need for your next role. Make sure you are connecting regularly, which could be even once a month or once every few months. It doesn't mean every day. But make sure you're reaching out into the world some to keep your network alive. And it could be a handful of people. It doesn't have to be huge. But you need to have people in your field, in your industry, in your world who know who you are and the value you bring so that when you are looking for that next role, you're not coming to them cold after three years saying, hey, remember me? I need a job. That's the worst way to do it. <laughs> the best way to have that sustainable success, and I talked a little bit before break about your, your personal brand being that pension plan to keep you going even when your job goes away because nowadays it's not, a, it's not an if, it's a when. Because even if you stay within the same organization, organizations are having to morph and change or they will be going out of business. Another one I just heard I think yesterday, Charming Charlie's is going out of business. So a lot of these big companies, um, of course, a lot of retail in this case, but there's a lot of things that, you know, disruptive industries and all of the things that are happening and, and companies have to stay innovative and relevant and so do individuals. So in order for you to stay innovative and relevant, you need to know who you are. You need to keep realigning who you are with your needs and goals, but also what the world needs from you. And then you need to keep that conversation going over time in a consistent way. 
And so again, you can be out there as one of those content contributors, content contributors, <laughs> hard to say, on LinkedIn, or you can even just be doing it a little bit more at a personal level with connecting every once in a while, like I said, once a month, once every three months, even twice a year with some of your colleagues and people and just, hey, what's going on? Or this is a, an interesting article that I found that I thought you might be interested in. And just personally invest in other people, even in tiny ways, can make such a huge difference so that when you are in need of your next move, people you're already top of mind, or when they see an opportunity that you might fit for, they're going to think of you because you've stayed relevant to them. And so you want to be connecting and you want to be adding value, whether it's one-on-one -on -one or whether it's one-to-many. And that's what your personal brand really is about is who are you, what are you known for, and what value are you bringing to me who might be a reader of your, your articles or might be a direct connection. But reaching out through LinkedIn Messenger or the other ways that you might personally know people and reaching out to new people. So especially people like, gosh, I don't have a network. I don't really know anyone. I'm kind of shy. What can I do? I don't want to put my voice out in a big way, but I still want to have these connections. Well, again, one of the best things you can do is to start with LinkedIn and start by connecting directly with people. And it used to be that you really had to know people. LinkedIn was all about, you know, the level of connection. And if you were first level or second level or third level, you'd want to find one of your first level connections to get you to one of their first or second level connections and that sort of thing. However, that's still true. And that's still the best way is to get that really, really connected personal uh, connection to someone. But that's not the only way. And people are more and more recognizing the need to connect and to connect with multiple both like-minded people as well as those who think differently from them. So more and more people are coming open to connecting with people they don't know on LinkedIn. So don't be afraid to send out a message to someone that you find interesting that you might want to know. And I tell people this, especially when they're in that time of need of trying to connect with whoever it is that they're, they're looking to go to that next career step. And find someone maybe at a company that you're interested in or someone who has an interesting job title. And even if you need a job tomorrow, don't ever say, even if it's your best friend, don't ever say, I need a job. Can you help me? Because even if people know you and love you and want to help you with a job, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot to ask of someone because, number one, even if they're your best friend, they may not know that much about how you work. They may or may not really want to vouch for you, and they certainly don't want to let you down. So don't put that burden on anybody else. Simply look for information. So I call these informational interviews. And when you reach out and connect with people, whether you know them or not, have something that you can say, oh, you know, I just saw this, this great article you posted. I'd love to ask you a couple questions about that. Do you have five minutes that we could do a quick phone call? Always ask for a five-minute phone call. They can suggest coffee or lunch or whatever, um, don't ever say pick your brain because people who are very smart, especially or very big contributors, get that question a lot. And I've actually heard a couple of people say, that's a really painful thing to ask. I don't want you to pick my brain. <laughs> and that's, that's, you know, that's not helpful. So be a helpful person, but also be a person who sees their expertise and wants to ask them about it because everybody loves to give advice and help and, and wants you to ask their opinion. So ask their opinion. What do you see as the future of, of your industry or what do you think is you know, do you, do you like working at this company? You know, whatever those questions are, 
it's a wonderful research project for you to learn the information you actually want to know about what's going on in the world around you, but it's also a wonderful way to have a quick touch point connection and a five-minute phone call is a really easy ask and a really easy yes. So back to LinkedIn, I can get really down a rabbit hole with some of the stuff that I talk about. But we're talking now about what to do with LinkedIn. So informational interviews, growing your connection, directly connecting with people. And now let's get back to if you're really trying to go out bigger in the world. So you've got your, your name, your experience, your about section. Uh, you also then want to make sure your uh, headline underneath your name. And I didn't do that right away because that's kind of informed by the other stuff we just talked about. So if you don't have other content to say, uh, your headline isn't going to be all that robust. But now that you've filled in those sections and you kind of know some of the things that you're trying to be known for, your headline should also be information that's interesting about you. So never, ever put seeking blah, 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 seeking employment, whatever, because that is honestly <laughs> the gift of death, even for recruiters, because if you look like you're desperate you or, or look like you're looking for a job, you come across as desperate. Uh, you don't want to, you want, you know, people want to hire people who are already working or already doing something cool. So even if you don't have a job, you have cool things that you do or that you know about. So talk about those things because Carla seeking whatever tells me nothing about Carla. It just tells me that you're looking for help. So put what help you have or what you do well or what you love to do as part of your headline. And your headline is also what follows you everywhere on LinkedIn. So if you're going out to other people that you admire or, or articles that you like and you're commenting on them, then people will see that little tiny couple lines of your headline on your post. And I can't tell you how many people I've connected with because I was commenting on something that I found interesting and then I saw their comment and their headline. I thought, ooh, that's a really interesting person. Let me go and see what they're all about. And so that is, again, a really easy way to start to grow your, your reach and grow your connections and start connecting with other people and almost every single person that I have been completely unknown to, but I have connected with because I see something that's really cool about them that seems like something I'd be interested in knowing or being a part of, they connect back. Um, and, and people, again, are eager and interested in growing their networks as well. So don't be afraid to do that. And so <clears throat> your headline should have also... Uh, even look at how the spacing is so that there's not a like a weird break from line to line. So there's some different things that you can can play around with that and do it one time and then go back and change it however many times that you want. Um, and especially if you're doing something new and cool, for example, I'm currently coordinating a LinkedIn local event with Brian Wallace, who's another wonderful person to follow on LinkedIn. He does LinkedIn Live, which are another new thing <laughs> that LinkedIn is doing. Not only do they now offer native video, but for certain beta testers, they're actually doing LinkedIn Live, which is much like a Facebook Live. So Brian Moss is an incredible thought leader, especially if you want to get into big media. He can, can teach you all about that. He does incredible infographics. He's super duper smart, super duper approachable and nice. And he can teach you how to get big media to pay attention to you. So Brian Wallace, this is a B-R-I-A-N, Brian, um, really is a wonderful person to follow. And he's also doing... LinkedIn Lives quite often. 
So follow Brian, and he's also one of the originators of the LinkedIn local movement. So he and I are coordinating that. We're going to be announcing the date soon. But since I'm working on that right now, I've added hashtag LinkedIn local to my headline. So that's an example of an update. So getting ready to go to another break. Again, this is Carla Taylor with Bring Your Brilliance Radio on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll talk a lot more about the rest of this when we get back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Again, this is Carla Taylor. We are on the Inspired Choices Network, and this is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show talking all about LinkedIn. So when we went to break, we were talking about Brian Wallace, and uh, if you're following along in the chat room, you'll see that we are mentioning that, yes, indeed, there are a lot of Brian's. <laughs> and I had the incredible honor and privilege of going to the Social Media Week conference in Lima, Ohio, which even that is actually a really cool uh, social media success story where I had connected with a woman named Dr. Ai Zhang. She's an incredibly passionate and outgoing woman who actually started doing LinkedIn Lives about two years ago, I think. And she's a professor. And she had moved to Korea with her family and had her kids that she was homeschooling and teaching and traveling with and wanted to start, she was also teaching adults in, in college, she wanted to start bringing digital technology into the classroom to help expand their world and their knowledge. And so she started exploring that and doing Facebook Live interviews of people who were doing really cool digital marketing and digital media things that could be applied to the classroom. And that grew and grew and grew for her into a much bigger following. And I connected with her again pretty early on. I got to have some direct one-on-one conversations with her. And then uh, she has now completely embraced the LinkedIn platform. Uh, She's now one of the LinkedIn live beta testers, which I talked about before break. There's uh, a lot of things going on with video on LinkedIn. Um, anyone, I think at this point, uh, I think everyone now has access to being able to upload videos natively into LinkedIn. And why that's important is because if you have a video of anything, um, and again, you want to keep them short and, and not too long, but if you have a video on YouTube and you post it to LinkedIn, you're not going to get much visibility because people on the uh, LinkedIn doesn't want to take people out of their platform. So same thing on Facebook or Instagram. You want to natively post videos to any of those platforms so that people can stay on that on that platform 
and not go somewhere else. So you might have to post your video natively multiple places to be in multiple places, but don't just copy and paste a link. And that's something that you might have come across or wondered about. Uh, and then so for some people who are already those, those content con contributors who are becoming known, LinkedIn has offered this beta test only to select people, and, and I is one of them. And so she was also one of the first people I saw doing not just Facebook Live, but LinkedIn Live. She can actually go live at both places at the same time, which is a pretty cool technology that she takes advantage of. But she's all about making life better and easier and bigger in the classroom and beyond with social media. So she's actually started a movement called Classroom Without Walls, and she's doing all kinds of crazy, awesome things in the world. But I had connected with her and had been following her on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and all these different places and really admiring her work. And I, she kept speaking all over the world. And I thought, wow, that would be so awesome to go see her speak. But she was in Singapore and Japan and even California and different places that weren't so easy for me to get to from Indianapolis, Indiana. And then I saw that she was going to be in Ohio, which, of course, is the one state over. And when I looked, she was going to be in Lima, Ohio, which I didn't even know how to pronounce at the time. And uh, that was three hours away from me. So I thought, oh, wow, like here's somebody that I've really liked and admired and been watching on, on social media, and I have a chance to meet her in person. So maybe I'll just drive out there and meet her for coffee or something. And that was my original plan. And then I saw where she was speaking, and it was Social Media Week in Lima, Ohio. And there were these amazing people that I'd been watching on LinkedIn, like Brian Wallace, like Judy Fox, uh, Brian Kramer, Brian Fanzo, lots of Brian's, <laughs> um, and, and Bella Vista, Vista, and, and all these different people, Jamie, um, uh, I can't even think of her last name at the moment, but so many wonderful people who I had been following and seeing doing crazy, awesome things on LinkedIn, contributing great content. And they were all going to be speakers at that conference. So I thought, wow, I didn't even know this existed. Here it is three hours from me. I want to go to this. Um, I reached out to I and let her know that. And she was like, hey, well, I've got a, a room that you could come stay with me. And I was like, what? So I actually became roommates with someone I'd never met, but I had connected with so much online that I felt like I really knew her and obviously trusted her enough to become her roommate. And so by doing that, I ended up having this amazing opportunity to learn directly from these people, these LinkedIn masters, to see what they were doing, to see how LinkedIn and, and other social media platforms were helping them. But I, I realized that this is something that that is the, the cool part was that these people were exactly who they were online and in person. And it really opened up this huge aha moment for me that you don't have to be anything else. If you want to be known in the world, first know who you are and, and have that clarity and confidence in the value that you bring. And then when you go out onto a platform like LinkedIn, which I know we didn't get very far into what's new with it, but at least we touched upon a few things. But there's so much more to learn. Uh, like I said, Michaela Alexis has so much great content and a lot of it's free of what you can do on LinkedIn. Um, I actually does a ton of interviews of a lot of these thought leaders, and I did an interview with Judy Fox, which dove into what you can do on your LinkedIn profile page. So definitely take a look at that. Um, look up in the archives of the the, uh, the I. It's actually spelled A I. I'll put that into the comments. Um, but she interviewed Judy Fox, and and Judy gave us so much great wisdom and, and content of what you can do on your page, what to put in your header, which I didn't even get to your header behind 
your picture, um, that is something that is wonderful real estate that a lot of people don't even know about. They just leave it that blank uh, blue thing that is your standard thing, but you want to upload a picture there. And again, it should be a picture immediately telling people what you're about or what you do and what to know you for. So that's another great way to get yourself out there in a very simple way without creating a ton of content. However, like I said, content creators, there's so much room, there's so much space available. If you're somebody who likes Gary Vee, um, you'll know who he is if I say that name, but he has now jumped onto LinkedIn and realized there's so much going on there. So he's got great content as well. He actually puts out about 100 pieces of content a day. So, you know, not where most of us will be, but it really is about consistency, getting out there, and he's now teaching people how to be known on LinkedIn as well. So I don't have time to get deeper into a lot of this, but follow Gary V on LinkedIn, follow uh, Judy Fox, follow all these Brian's <laughs> that I've mentioned, uh, follow Michaela, and then follow people that you admire and like and, and like what they're doing and, and get to know some of them. Reach out directly to them. Tell them what you like about them. Have conversations. One big thing, too, is to not um, just like things, but actually comment. People want engagement and real connection. So comment on what they're doing and start that conversation there, even if you don't go directly through Messenger. So, yes, next week we will be live with Demetrius Witherspoon, and we will be talking about how to get submerged, which is the name of his film franchise, uh, Submerge. And we'll talk about getting submerged in filmmaking and how he went from knowing absolutely nothing and simply being a big fan of movies to actually becoming a writer and director and filmmaker, award-winning filmmaker. And they've just now launched their comic version of it, and they're doing all kinds of crazy, amazing things. So join us next week with Demetrius. And at the end, I'm actually going to bring my own daughter on. Her name is Emily Taylor, and she actually got to work with Demetrius and be a part of his production and learn directly from him. And so he's doing great things for the community. He's doing great things to groom the youth in our community and, and teach people all about how to be a filmmaker. So if you're interested at all, anything to do with the filmmaking industry, join us next week, 10 a.m. Thanks for listening for to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep sharing.